Hello, my name is Nick Hatton, and welcome back to another episode of the PS Plus, the Living Faith Bible Institute podcast that serves as a companion to another called The Postscript. Now on that podcast, pastor and host Brandon Briscoe, each week, speaks to other pastors and professors from the Living Faith Bible Institute on a wide array of topics. Here on this podcast, the PS Plus, we cover more focused topics in a series format. And right now, we're in the early episodes of a series focused on the topic of biblical finance. Today, we'll be having our second episode in that series as we dive deeper into the Word of God and together find out how it is that God desires for His people to be interacting with their money. So let's get into it. In our last episode focused on the topic of biblical finances, we broke down a truth that's introduced to us in Scripture, which tells us that nothing we have in this life and nothing that we obtain on earth is truly ours. Rather, it all belongs to God, who is the provider of everything that we need with the time that we have on earth. Whether it's our jobs and careers, the monetary income we gain by way of our labor, or our personal belongings that we obtain by way of our income, as biblical stewards, there is no thing that we have or that we take oversight of that can be disconnected from the provision of our Lord. After having discussed that principle, we ended the episode by introducing this question. What does it mean to be faithful stewards of the finances and resources that God has provided to us? And on today's episode, that is exactly where we're going to pick back up. I hope to, by the end of this episode, provide a sufficient answer to this very question, and not an answer that's based in my own opinion, but rather an answer that's based in the Word of God. Now, it should be known that with everything God provides for His people, He also gives us the expectation that as stewards of His belongings, He expects us to manage those belongings in a specific manner. Now, I'm not sure if you've taken notice of it, but it is true that God gives us both physical and non-physical things to manage in life. Or in other words, He gives us both spiritual and non-spiritual things. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1 says this, Let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. 1 Peter Chapter 4, verse 10 says this, As every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another, as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. In both of these verses, we see a reiteration of these titles, stewards of the mysteries of God and stewards of the manifold grace of God. So knowing that the definition of the word steward is equal to that of someone who is managing or has taken oversight of someone else's resources, it becomes clear that God does expect us to handle non-physical things that He has entrusted to us in a specific or correct way. And just to list off a few of what those spiritual things are of which we have taken oversight of, these are the responsibilities that are revealed to us in Scripture that we have when it comes to discipling people in the way of God's Word, when it comes to teaching and preaching the Bible, 
when it comes to enduring difficult seasons in our lives and staying faithful to the Lord and His purposes along the way. We are to strive in the mission that Jesus Christ has entrusted to us for as long as He would have us to do that. And above all else, we are given the responsibility of worshiping and glorifying God with our lives, each and every day. Now, all of what was just listed are things that can't be compared to the U.S. dollar in terms of value. They're non-physical. They can't be bought, sold, or exchanged in any type of worldly marketplace. Yet, God expects us to handle those things in a specific and correct way, all of which he's given us an outline for in his wonderful and inerrant word. So the flip side to that coin is what we've been talking about. How are we to steward the physical things that he's given us in this life, and why is that even an important detail for anyone to take note of? Luke chapter 16 verse 12 tells us this, And if you have not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? So we see this question. And in this question, God's word reveals to us, along with several other places throughout scripture, that the way we manage the physical and non-eternal things that are given to us in this life will directly affect what sort of spiritual and eternal responsibilities that God would entrust to us as individuals as we represent the person of Jesus Christ on earth. And in that truth, we see why stewardship of the physical things given to us in this life are important details in Scripture for any believer to take note of. Whether it's in our study of God's Word or our time spent in prayer as we walk with the Lord on a daily basis, if we're not careful to consider how we act and interact with all of what God has entrusted to us in this life, the process of bearing fruit and bringing increase to God's kingdom as individuals will be restricted. We ourselves can become roadblocks to carrying out the purpose that God has given and entrusted to us. So who shall give us that which is our own when we've taken little care to manage the things in our lives that won't even necessarily matter in eternity? The Lord sees whether or not the stewardship of our lives and our households meets his standard. And the Lord knows the intentions and desires of our hearts, and he warns us ahead of time that he is prepared to respond accordingly. We see in Luke chapter 16, the story of the unrighteous steward. As Jesus uses this story to illustrate the truth that we do have to account for ourselves when we've mismanaged the physical belongings of our master. We see in Matthew 25, the parable of the talents. As Jesus uses this parable to illustrate the truth that we are to be wise and fruitful with the currency and resources that our master has entrusted to us while he is away so that we can bring him faithful increase during that time. And we see as early as Genesis chapter 4 in the account of Cain and Abel that God has an expectation for how his people are to faithfully and cheerfully give back to him just a portion of all that he's provided to us. And we are to give back to the Lord with joy in our hearts. 
Now, something that we covered in the last episode of PS Plus is that all, or at least most of what we obtain in this life as we operate in the modern world is inexplicably connected to our finances. And like all other topics that could be touched on throughout scripture, what becomes clear about this topic is that there is a right and a wrong way for how God's people go about approaching finances in their lives. And to boil it down, the reason God's people end up approaching their finances in an incorrect manner can often be attributed to the fact that God's people tend to manage their finances according to the world's standard. It's unfortunate but true that Christians do not tend to rely on God's instruction for how they dispense and allocate their income. And this is exactly why when we look at the estate of household finance on a macroeconomic level across the nation, we see very similar and negative patterns happening both within the church and outside of it. From a financial perspective, God's people do not necessarily look peculiar in comparison to the rest of the world, which goes directly against God's command for his people to do just that, to look peculiar in comparison to those who do not follow him. Followers of Christ often spend, take on debt, save, and invest the same way the world does. It is a problem that the financial decisions of God's people are reflecting an image of the world rather than our Lord. So in acknowledging that God's people's treasures are dispensed as the world's are, well, Scripture tells us this means our hearts lie where the world's hearts lie also. This is a truth that the management of our finances is revealing. We see it in Matthew chapter 6, verse 21, which says, For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So the question then becomes, how do we fix this issue of failed stewardship of our finances as followers of Jesus Christ? And the answer to that question is that we begin managing our finances according to God's standard, not the world's standard. Now, I wouldn't expect anyone who hasn't taken the time to study out biblical finances to be aware of this, and I know I wasn't myself prior to having done that very thing. But I want you to know right now that God's Word, the Bible, covers and touches on every foundational action that we could take with our finances in the modern world. God gives us His direction and instruction on earning, spending, saving, investing, debt and borrowing, budgeting and planning, how we should be giving, monetary contentment, and of course, God's provision and our reliance on Him. God gives us everything we need to be biblical stewards of our finances, and with that, we have everything we need to manage our finances according to God's standard. Now, it may come as a surprise to some of us that our Lord is diligent to cover all these financial topics in Scripture, but it shouldn't. He's fully aware that His creation lives and operates within the, the processes of exchange that we covered in our last episode. He knows we need to interact with currency. And just as He's given us clear guidance on how we are to carry out and be stewards of the non-physical 
and spiritual responsibilities that we receive from him through his word? He's given us clear guidance in how we are to manage the physical and non-spiritual responsibilities that we are to be biblical stewards of as well, and our finances do not get left out in that guidance. His desire for us is that we would take his knowledge and apply it to our lives, that we would live it out on a daily basis, and in that, that we would use his wisdom. So circling back to the question that we said we would answer at the beginning of the episode, what does it mean to be faithful stewards of the finances and resources that God has provided to us? While the answer may seem simple, it's this. Being a faithful steward of the finances and resources that God has provided to us means managing and taking oversight of our finances and resources as His Word instructs. It means we won't live and spend our money to please ourselves first. It means we won't find all our security in life based on the number that we see in our bank accounts. It means we won't leverage our finances to make a statement about our own economic status. It means we won't be money-hungry creatures that err from the faith in pursuit of wealth. It means we'll be holy and honoring to God in the way that we manage what He's provided for us and to us, because He is deserving of that action being taken in our lives. God's instruction for our finances, if lived according to, eliminates the possibility of the world's standard for financial management from being our guide. The world's standard for finances will cause God's people to err from their faith. Inevitably, it will make them tools controlled by their money as they pursue self-glorification. When all along, God's purpose for providing us with all our resources has been the exact opposite of that. Our finances are to be a tool for us to live out His purposes and to glorify Him with our lives. So the question has to be asked before we close out of our episode. Whose standard have you been living according to, believer? The world's or your creator's? And on that note, we're going to be closing out of this episode of PS Plus. Next time we meet, we'll begin looking into what the Word says about the more specific financial actions that we can and should be taking with our finances. I encourage you to continue joining us every other week as we dive into God's Word and learn more about how He would have us to manage our money. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you next time. Take care.